0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Kolup, and we will be going over Week 12. Week 12 kicked off on Thanksgiving. We had three games on, on Thursday, not, not the one that we've been used to seeing. Hopefully you all enjoyed your holidays. Uh, Cowboys played, Lions, Bills, all the classic teams uh, we'll get over. We'll go over that as the show gets on, and we'll go over some projections for the next week. Uh, starting off, the 8:15 game. Cowboys beat the Giants, 28-20. Score. Score is not a little, not exactly indicative of how the game went. Giants scored with like five seconds left, garbage time touchdown. Um, great win for Dallas as they look to keep hunting down Philly for that top spot. Um, Zeke played really well, CD played well Tony Pollard, a little bit of a no-show But then again, he's been incredible recently, I think You know, I, I don't think we panic on him at all Another game, Bills-Lions A closer game than I think many of us anticipated for sure That was nail-biting for most people especially, Especially if you're a Bills fan you had a bunch of tough weeks in a row, and now you look. You go. You play the Lions, one of the worst defenses, and it's a tough game. Um, not where you want to be if you're a Bills fan. But you know what? A will wins a win. Let's move on to the next week, and uh, you know, just gotta stay confident. Hope Josh Allen regains some form. Uh, moving on to some of off some of the Thursday night games one game I really wanted to touch on was 49ers Saints the Saints offense as a whole for fantasy this year has been very unreliable Chris Olave Alvin Kamara Jarvis Landry I would argue the best player from that team fantasy wise not points wise but just like the most bang for your buck value had been Jawan Johnson um Olave and Kamara have not been consistent I think Kamara is what is it one two three four four since he dropped his 40 versus the Raiders he's gone four weeks of less than 10 at the against the Rams he had 13 7 7 9 13 it's not what you want to see out of a guy you drafted probably late first round early second round it's definitely not what you want to see there. Um, Chris Godwin, he is back, baby. He's back. He's back. He's back. If you got him, hold on to him. He's the wide receiver one in Tampa. That's your guy. Start him every week, no doubt. Rashad White played well. Um, not the most efficient, you know. Like you look at some of the advanced stats, he didn't break a lot of tackles. You no, know, like big. What a what for fantasy, he produced well. I don't, don't get, don't get caught up in all the advanced stuff, he played well, as long as he's getting touches, catches, carries, he'll be, he'll be startable, same with Fournette, like, even if they share the backfield, if they're each getting, Brady throws the ball more than anyone, if they each are getting, you know, five, six targets a game, they're both startable at this point, Mike Evans, I think it's kind of time to chuck the towel in on, um, he was wide receiver nine at one point, and it's been rough. Nine, ten, and five in a bye week. He plays the Saints coming up. Marshawn Lattimore is known for just owning him. Then he plays San Fran, great defense. His schedule does lighten up. He plays Cincinnati, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta to end the year. So maybe if you you know, if you're looking for a playoff like a one last piece for your playoff push like he's got an easy schedule go for it do everything you can to go get that guy you can throw him in at your flex you know he might not he might not be consistent but man he can boom like no one else um travis Etienne got hurt i know a bunch of owners were pissed about that infuriated believe me everybody he'll be okay um I doubt he'll miss any time. He'll miss probably, uh, he'll he'll miss like two or three, not even two or three weeks. He'll miss maybe a week tops. You know, his, it looked, he looked pretty good. Um, the reports coming out of the staff are positive. Uh, nobody's fretting. There's no, you know, no, no fracture, no, nothing like that. If you play Dynasty, which I know is something we haven't really touched on this show. I know I play in some Dynasty leagues. Your playoff is coming up. Your regular league playoffs is coming up. Make sure. So for Dynasty, I think we'll touch on Dynasty the rest of the segment. Make sure you know the position of your roster, right? For me, I'm in a a 10-man for me. Not 10, 8. I'm an 8. So the teams are a little stacked, a little ridiculous. Because I'm an 8, man. If you know your team is bad, this is the... Th- if you don't have a trade deadline, I know a lot of dynasties just don't have a trade deadline. This is the time to sell. Teams are realizing, I need to either, A, make a playoff push. Or I need to... If you have a league punishment, I need to buy to avoid punishment. Or if you're towards the bottom of the league, maybe you say, I need to sell to get the number one pick. I can get some assets. I can prepare better for next year. So for me, if I'm anywhere one through four, and you think your team can compete, I'm buying, 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 buying. Like I had Wandale Robinson, Isaiah Pacheco, uh who's the, the other guy higby and i'm uh, forgetting the other guy uh camara and i was just like you know what like screw it like i need to win now these guys like these guys aren't gonna help me Wandell obviously was out for the year pacheco like we don't know if they'll bring someone in the off offseason i was like sure i need help right now i traded for derrick henry Threw in uh, Camara too, because I'm giving up on Camara, But it was, like, Camara, Wandale, Pacheco. And I, w- I got myself Henry because I'm looking at my lineup, and I'm like, like, I can seriously compete. Like, I looked down. We're, we're in an eight-man super flex. I looked down, I got Mahomes, Henry, Mixon, Adams, Godwin, Kelsey, DK, Hertz. Like, I need to push my team over the edge like I need like I need to get a clear step up on everybody else and I'm realizing that I probably overpaid for Henry but knowing that like sometimes that's what you got to do for a chip and as long as you get a chip that's what matters like you don't want to be in the weird in-between phase like you don't want to have a meh pick but have no chance of winning the playoffs like you got to dedicate yourself to one are you tanking or are you going for it all and I think right now is around the time everybody should decide for that. Um, I know, oh, some other guys. Kyron Williams, okay, I have him in Dynasty. Um, he looked okay versus the Chiefs. I mean, it definitely wasn't great. Um... Eleven carries, around forty yards. I mean, probably like three point six yards to carry. He got three catches, twenty-five yards, nine points. Um, he outproduced Acres by a ton. So I look at Kyron Williams and I am like, maybe, you know, maybe he's viable going forward. I wouldn't, I would give it a one more, one more week. Like I, I wouldn't go all out immediately. But if you wanted a risky play, we all saw Josh Jacobs versus Seattle. Fire up Kyron Williams versus Seattle and just hope for the best. He is a complete dark horse sleeper that you know. I think, I think is definitely worth a look. Um, anyways, that concludes our episode. Tune in next week as we'll get ready for the playoffs.